0: Three, two, one.
1: Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about feminism, feminist issues, and everything in between. You're joined by your co-host, Megan Hoharts, and
0: Kenzie Meekbeck.
1: This week, we are going to be talking about two of our passions and following your dreams and all of the above. So mine is yoga and Kenzie's is
0: journalism, hence the peaceful truth peaceful yoga truth comes from journalism exactly
1: we're gonna get into more of that later but i figured that we had a ton to catch up on oh just a ton oh my god it's
0: been a while since we recorded
1: why ha oh because i was in canada (laughs) oh canada (laughs) yeah i made desmond sing that song on the way there and he was like yeah, I don't know the words. He literally only knew "Oh Canada." That was the only <laughs> that's all I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I could sing the national anthem. Oh, but be- oh. nope. Oh, Long say one. can <laughs> you see? Wait.
1: Oh, say can yeah. you see? That's the
0: anthem, right? mm Hmm. Okay, great. We're great Americans.
1: <laughs> we could totally do it.
0: Okay. So, the biggest
1: news is that I got a
0: new job. Congratulations, Miss Accountant. Now, what are you? Now, I'm a recruiter. Wow. So, Megan, why did he decide to make this change? And congratulations. So,
1: I decided to make this change because in my role, I did a lot of recruiting, not necessarily at my job that I currently have, but at my previous jobs in the big four, I, you pretty much have to recruit nonstop because the turnover rate is so high. And so it was always in the back of my head, like, this is my favorite part of my job. I like this part of my job the best. And so now I was just like, okay, I'm never going to do it unless I do it now. I'm never going to make a career change unless I do it now. And so I'm doing it yes I'm so proud of you it gets scary to do it scary yeah mildly terrifying actually and I think the hardest part was that I really really love my boss Um, she's a listener Monique I really love my boss so much and I love all my coworkers. yeah and so that was a really hard part but it had nothing to do with that it just had to do with the fact that um, I need to try
0: it yeah. Sometimes you just need to change. So do you feel like it like why do you like recruiting? What 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 about people people and like changing people's lives and mm-hmm. impacting it? Mm hmm. And um,
1: I think that you probably know that you I'm a pretty people person.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's very talkative.
1: And it, in re,
0: weren't you like a part of, of like recruiting or like the head of recruiting or something like that?
1: In Gamify? Yeah. Uh-huh, I was. I was the recruiting <laughs> vice <I was. laughs> vice president. And so it, maybe it's just like in my blood. I don't know. Um, so I think that the main thing that I wanted was to be able to talk during my day and to be impacting people's lives rather than like working in Excel.
0: There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. proud of you. I'm so really proud. So
1: in the next couple of weeks, Um, You guys will hear me as I transition to my new job.
0: She's going to rock it.
1: And finance and accounting in the Pacific Northwest area. If you're looking for a new job, hit me up. There you go.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Our little recruiter is going to change lives. Um, What else is new in your week? Mm. On Thursday, I did Reiki.
1: What's that? Girl. It's some hippie ass shit, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, what is it? So uh, you lay on a bed. On it's a bed bed. A massage table. Okay. It's like a massage room. It's just simply like a massage room. Just add some incense, add some singing bowls, add some crystals. Perfect. So you lay, for me, she had me lay on my back, fully clothed. And, um, just to avoid any creepiness, I was fully clothed and, um, <laughs> she, uh, she, she can feel energy. Do you believe that we have energy radiating off of us? Some, sometimes
0: <laughs> it depends on how hippie I'm feeling that day
1: so i'm feeling like super hippie for the past like probably four years and um so she could feel my energy and she would take away the negative energy that wasn't serving me anymore and um really uplifting that positive energy that i really needed and the creepiest part well there were so many creepy parts like I can't even tell you how much I felt it. My legs would not stop shaking during one part of it. I could not control my legs. My legs were shaking and I could not control the movement. Oh my and she said that it was good. She said that like just how animals shake, like dogs shake when they're scared and whenever they need to release that tension and release that energy, they sh- Cooper shakes when he's scared. And so just like that, like humans need that too, but we don't let ourselves because I don't know. We think it's weird, and so we don't let ourselves do it. And so um, I could feel it, and I could feel my legs shaking. And then I got out of the bed, and I was just like almost like a new person.
0: That's insane. That's so cool. So what all does she do?
1: So she put so many crystals on me. She put like a rose quartz on my heart, and then she put all kind of crystals on my throat chakra all the way down to my heart. And then she just... Um, You could feel her hands like close to you but not necessarily touching you Mm -hmm. and then like there was one time when um she could she was on my right side and I could feel and see like grayness like moving out to the right side oh whoa it was so weird and then my leg shaking that part was weird it was so good and so I'm going back to see her in a month about she was like reiki R-E-I-K-I. Wow. My friend Charlotte does it too. I've done it a couple of times, but I really, really connected with this girl. So in the past, it's been really good and I and I enjoyed it. Um, but this girl was just like, took it to a whole nother level. And she recommended some crystals for me that I'm going to go purchase today. That's so cool. Yeah. And so um, that was on Thursday. Wow. Then on Friday... I left early from work, and I went to yoga, and then me and Kenzie had dinner.
0: That was so much
1: fun. It was so fun. We went out to eat. Um, I drove to Kenzie's place. Which is nice. love And you drove out here today. Yeah. We like to switch. Um, mm-hmm. And we had a really great dinner, and then Kenzie had the house to herself because Erin and Chelsea were at a wedding. And I walked in, and, I w- and the whole house was, like, pitch black and dark, and I was like, what did
0: I say to you? You go, Oh, aren't you gonna be scared tonight? <laughs> and I was like, Now I am. And it was just like
1: I was like, Kenzie, come stay the night with me.
0: I was like wanting you to <laughs> and stay. And I was the like, night. No. And then you were like, Okay, I'll stay here and I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and then you were like,
1: You could stay in the upstairs bedroom and I'll stay in my bed. And I was like, No, the only way I'm staying here is if I sleep with you in the bed. <laughs>
0: There's, like, this crawl space in the basement that... The only reason it's scary, literally the only
1: reason it's scary, you live in a beautiful, very safe neighborhood, is just because it's so big. That's the only reason. The crawl space? No, the whole house is so big. (laughs) It's just because the whole house is so big. I'm used to living in a 500-square-foot apartment where I can literally see, like, every corner at the same time. I guess so. And then we go to your house, and it's like... We need to check every single room. How many square feet is this one? I think it's 530. Oh,
0: really? I think Sorry, I've been thinking about getting <laughs> an apartment. <laughs> it feels very spacious to me.
1: Whenever Desmond lived here by himself before I moved up, he lived in like I don't know 300 square feet or something and uh, it was uh, d-
0: tiny. I cannot do that. He was
1: saving that money though.
0: Yeah, but I cannot do that.
1: <laughs> no, I did it, I had to do it for a week before we got this apartment. Yeah. We were dying. I was. Desmond was like, it's not that bad. I was like, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awful. Um,
1: then Saturday, I oh went yeah. to a picnic uh, that Desmond's work put together. I went to Harmonium Lessons, took Cooper on a lovely walk, and then I cleaned our apartment. And It looks beautiful. As I was cleaning, I watched every single episode of Transparent Season 4. All ten. In How long are they? Only 30 minutes.
0: So, five hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, okay, I'll have to watch
1: it. Is it funny? It's funny. It's sad. It's quirky. They're crazy. It. You've got to watch it. Okay. It's the longest running Amazon Prime original. Oh, that's exciting. And it's won like Grammys and all kinds of stuff. Grammys? Grammys. No. That's my <laughs> Uh Emmy. Emmys. Emmys. It's won Emmys. It's won so many Grammys. <laughs> like. I love how you had to catch me. I was just going to go on with it. That's so funny. And then today I woke up early and I went to yoga in Queen Anne and then we're filming and I'm teaching restorative yoga this evening that I'm super excited about. Yoga, 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 yoga. Pretty much my life. That's awesome. What about your week?
0: Um, Let's see. It felt really busy. I'm trying to think about what all I did. So, mm, I don't know. (laughs) Work, 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 work. Uh, Yeah, pretty much work, edit, edit. Um, my life's pretty much the same and, and go to yoga. And then let's see. What did I do? Thursday I watched a movie and ordered some pizza and then Friday Megan and I went out and then yesterday I had a really good day. What did I do? Oh, I worked in the morning. I had a video shoot in the morning um and it was productive and it went by really fast cuz we were so productive. Um and the instructor was happy about it. And then after that Um. So uh, so I'm a video producer, if you don't know. So anyway, I was filming, and the person I was filming was happy about it. And then afterward, um, I went to coffee, and then I was so tired, just because I had woken up, that I like went back home, and I was laying down. And Chelsea came down, and we were supposed to go out in Bellevue to a new bar, and she like came down, and she was like, "Do you want to go to a fashion show?" And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I thought I had like a few hours to sleep or something. She goes, nope, we're going out. So get ready. <laughs> she would do that. And so I immediately transformed into this black dress that I bought Three years ago in Colorado Springs, or I didn't buy, my best friend's mom bought me because my best friend's mom, I'm so tight with her. She's like a second mom. She came out to visit just me. Which <laughs> in Colorado. Emily's mom. Oh, really? Yeah. So Steph came and she bought me this black dress, but it's, it's kind of fancy. And so I was like, I've never had an occasion to wear it and it's kind of sexy and it's really gorgeous I've always wanted to wear it always wanted to go out and do something in it but I always like saved it because I loved it so much I'm like it has to be good so I'm like I'm wearing it tonight and it and it worked for you it was a great night yeah and I got a lot of compliments oh
1: you should wear it for your birthday Oh,
0: I should, I should. Um, and so we went to the fashion show and it was pretty embarrassing. So Chelsea bought like the last ticket to the Bellevue fashion show. And, um, she was like, you, well, let's try to get you in. I was like, no, it's okay. You can go like, it's fine. She goes, I really don't want to go by myself. And I was like, but you bought one, like you should go or I can just go to a bar if I don't get in or something. How long is a fashion show? I don't even know. Um, I don't... It, it can be a while. I've actually been to two, but... Where? Um <laughs> Wichita Falls, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Perfect. They do actually have a fashion week, and it was pretty cool. Nice. They, like, rented the fanciest country club, and they put a bunch of cool lights in it, and then they had, like, a little runway walk it, and uh, really unique drinks. Like, they had signature drinks that you could order, and you all had tickets for. That's cool. And, like... It was fun because we were one of the sponsors, my company. So we were kind of like the VIPs and we did like live shots and stuff. Oh, that. cool. So it was really fun. Um, and then in Oklahoma City, I covered the fashion show one time. So they can last a few hours and then they usually have a pre-party beforehand that you mingle and stuff. Um, and have cool cocktails and stuff like that.
1: This sounds too fancy for me.
0: It's kind of fun. if You only do it like once a year. So yeah. it's kind of fun and so we went uh and we asked and they didn't want to let us in so that was embarrassing bump, bump. so then we went to a bar nearby and we had a few drinks and we were kind of tipsy and we went to the mall and we were going in these fancy dresses and we were going around to like crate and barrel and pottery barn <laughs> and in one of the stores the manager comes up and goes that's one way to go for furniture <laughs> shopping because I was on this fancy black dress, and I'm like, thank you. And was Chelsea as fancy as you? Uh, she was like in all black. Um, and then we went, uh, after oh, and then we drunkenly bought Calvin Klein underwear. Have you seen that line? Yeah, where it has like the high waistband and like the little line underneath. We like bought that because we thought it would be fun. Were they expensive? No, it was Nordstrom Rack. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was only $15 for the pair. Perfect, cheaper than Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we bought that, and then we are you going to wear them? Oh yeah, I don't know where, like at home by myself <laughs> and just feel cool in my clothes because class.
1: because are they so high waisted that they would be over your yeah. pants?
0: Yeah, like when are you supposed to wear them? I don't know. And then it's, like, a sports bra. I guess I could wear the sports bra to, like, athletic stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) very cool. And then we went to the W, which is, like, this really cool bar in the W hotel that they just opened at downtown Bellevue. And there was, like, a line at the door.
1: Wait, I just had a flashback to Chelsea's bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. Did we go to the W? Okay, remember that fancy restaurant? And we ran into – Big Black from Robin Big.
0: Oh, he passed away. He passed away. Yeah.
1: What was his name?
0: Uh, let's Google it. But we saw him. Yeah. We with al- his friends. We also saw the guy, I'm pretty sure. No, that was Julie's Bachelor. I, there are some famous people. We also saw one of the guys from like either the OC or something like that.
1: Uh, we saw a guy from One Tree Hill. Oh, One Tree Hill. Christopher Boygan. We
0: totally saw him at a bar. It was cool. So, yeah, we saw them and, um, yeah, that was cool. Um, so, it was kind of fancy, kind of is like that night. So, we went up and we waited in line. But another awkward part is um, Jacob Roney, <laughs> my brother-in-law's little brother. We thought for some reason he's working there. I'm sorry if that's not the bar. I didn't know, but Chelsea thought for sure it was the W. Ch- uh,
1: Jacob Roney is also your brother-in-law.
0: Yeah. Yeah? Well, we call each other that, but I don't think most people consider each other that, but we're all so tight that him and I call each other brother and sister. Okay. Um. So my brother, so he's like a bartender and, <laughs> and uh, we thought he was opening up the W bar for some reason and he told us he'd get us on the list. <clears throat> <laughs> so I go up to this bouncer and he's this huge dude and I go up to him and I'm like, um, excuse me is there a list because i think i may be on it and he goes <laughs> and he's holding a clipboard he goes no and i was like okay hmm, and so we went to go stand in line and i turn around and like people are like he's checking people off on the clipboard there was totally a list there was a password i think and chelsea was like yeah it's not do you have a clipboard with the list <laughs> on it um so, yeah, but we ended up going up there. It was so cool. And it was like designed like this modern-esque house, like the living room. And it was, but it was like really modern and club-like. And then they have a balcony where you can see the whole skyline. Oh, that's cool. It's really hip. Um, if
1: we go there for your birthday, yeah, I'm going to for sure need to go shopping because I literally have not been to a club since chelsea's bachelor party
0: five years ago (laughs) it's not like it's not
1: like that but it's still
0: fancy yeah it's fancy and then we um it's fun though
1: well if we go there you're gonna have to take me shopping
0: i will um and so i went into the bathroom so there's typical you know typical bathroom w for women m for men i walk in and i look to my left and there's no difference it's all one huge room so it looks like it's two separate rooms because they have two separate that's so cool. It's and I so walk cool. in and I was like freaking out because I was drunk and I was freaking out. I was like, whoa, <laughs> there's men in here. And I had never seen that. Have you seen that before? No. I'd never seen that. They're so progressive. I love it. So progressive. And so like this other dude, I was like taking snaps because I was like so excited. Hopefully that's not illegal. <laughs> and so no one was like Nikki. all the doors were like be able to shut it was just like the sinks and stuff and this other guy in there was like freaking out too
1: well yeah so we
0: got him. my snap and he was like
1: whoa because you're freaking out because you thought you went into a door and then you open it up and you're like oh this is the
0: same room it's crazy i'm glad that you went there So yeah, and then this morning just got ready to come here. I think I'm going to go home and sleep. I've just like this week. I've been pretty busy for some reason and so I'm just exhausted.
1: Go home and go to sleep. I think so. There are a couple of other things I want to talk about before we get into it. Okay. Invisalign.
0: Okay. What about Invisalign? I get it. When? Soon. Soon. We Have you ever had braces? No. Never? Mm. I've never thought about your teeth.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. <laughs> I ha- I have
1: admit. you ever thought about my teeth? <laughs> I think we've talked about them because they're really straight. And you did have braces, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's all we've talked about. But my friend Charlotte, she got Invisalign last year. And she said it was really good. And she really liked it. You have to be committed to it. Her husband tried it too. But he's so like, you have to this is what I'm going to put them in. This is what I'm going to take them out. You have to be really routine about it. You're good at that. And I'm good at that. And so is Charlotte. And so she thinks that I would be good at it. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to do it. That's awesome. When are you going to get them? Do you have an appointment? I'm calling my dentist tomorrow to get a referral to an orthodontist who I don't want normal braces. I
0: can't be 20. My dad did it. How old was he? Did you never see him during that time? I guess not. uh uh-uh. You haven't seen him in a few years. No, he totally had braces. After adult Chelsea's
1: braces. marriage? Wedding? Yeah.
0: Okay, I haven't seen him since Chelsea's So wedding. what he did, uh, I probably won't tell the story. But anyway, he got braces. Did he have a line at first? No. He, he just, I think for some reason, he was convinced actual braces would do better.
1: I think that some people de- do feel that way, especially if the teeth are very crooked. But mine aren't too bad. I just want a little bit of movement. That's awesome. No, my dad totally had them. Now are they off? hmm And now he has beautiful straight teeth? hmm Oh, wow. Oh, wow. How much, can I ask how much normal braces are range-wise? I have no idea.
0: I was like middle school and little, of course, my parents paid for it. So Invisalign
1: ranges from like three dollars to $5,000. Oh,
0: I have it's no idea. Pretty expensive. I only had mine on for nine months. All I had was like the Madonna Gap. Oh, yeah. Your teeth... Did it hurt? Did your teeth hurt? It t- I think what bothered me most is when you wake up in the morning and they're stuck. <laughs> your, your lips, lips are, are stuck. stuck. And you, like, peel them off. And, it like, you get blisters and stuff. That part hurt. Chelsea? Has Chelsea ever told you her tooth story? mm She had a tooth on the wrong part. And sorry if I'm telling this wrong. On the wrong part of, like, within the roof of her mouth. And it was supposed to be on the other side of her face. What? And they had it go up in there. And during the surgery and pull it across her whole mouth oh. when she was like a middle schooler it was at the roof of her mouth yeah like in the wrong spot and they had to pull it to the other side ow and she had braces for like a million years
1: oh she did mm-hmm. now look at her beautiful smile she has a be both of you guys have beautiful smiles now your dad does Thanks. too yeah i grind my teeth at night so i have to wear retainers it's yeah. the only thing So I'm going to get Invisalign most likely. That's exciting, Maggie. I'm going to ask my mom if she'll help me out with it. (laughs) It's expensive. Expensive. And here I am like taking a pay cut like, oh, because remember whenever I was talking to you about it, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get out this, 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 and this. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy Invisalign. I
0: know. That's what I just thought.
1: (laughs) Would your insurance cover it? I think they would cover part of it, but it's just like something that I feel I really, really want to do. I've always not liked my bottom teeth. And my top tooth is starting to crowd it, the other one even more than it already was. So Have you
0: gotten your wisdom teeth out? hmm Oh.
1: So it's just something I really want to do. Cool. Another thing I want to talk about is Molly Moons. Um, we are going there on Tuesday. We're going to a special Molly Moons event to try their fall flavors. And I am so excited. How
0: excited are you? I am literally beyond excited. We are fangirls for uh, this company.
1: So... They say on the ticket that we get to meet Molly Moon and all. Of, I like how we call her Molly Moon. Molly. We get to meet Molly. Her name Molly. is Molly Moon. Her name is Molly. I don't know about the moon.
0: Part. It is Molly Moon. And then she has her. Are her you own. sure? Yes. I, girl, I've been Googling her because I'm <laughs> creepy little mother. Of her. <laughs> and I think she's pregnant. Oh, my gosh. OK, so we love her. We love you, Molly Moon. And our goal is to have her on because she's just an awesome person. And so we get to try all of the fall flavors before they,
1: oh my gosh, Molly Moon. Neitzel. Neitzel. Um, We may get to meet her. And if so, I'm going to take 500 pictures with her and I'm going to fangirl. And we're inviting
0: her. Knock on wood. Think for us, you guys. On Tuesday, Positive. think of us. Well, they won't. You, it'll already have passed by the time you hear this. So hope it went well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we also get to drink, I want to say mimosas
0: girl we're gonna have the best tuesday oh ever. my god i'm so excited so molly moons we didn't even explain Molly moons. it's in seattle it's an ice cream chain and it's like really well known in the pacific northwest and it's really hip they use all these great products they stand for great causes they donate to all these organizations that are activists in the community
1: molly is a huge feminist
0: yeah and molly is like this business owner that took it to the top and like i think her sister passed away and like There's, I'm going to Google it to be correct. She has a whole organization in honor of her sister.
1: I just can't wait. I'm so curious what the fall flavors are going to be. Oh, they're going to be so good.
0: Didn't you say they released them or are they a surprise? I think they're a surprise for Tuesday. Oh my God. Okay. Let's see. Oh, we should get a Molly Moon shirt oh yeah i would definitely want an ice cream shirt so the Anna banana milk fund was created in honor of molly's little sister anna who passed away in 2009 it provides fresh milk to families in need every week oh isn't that awesome though yes that's really nice hashtag goals so yeah we're really excited then I'm and the lo- logo's a dog oh my god looking at ice cream. can it be more perfect no. for us i it's can't love not. her more we can't love this company more than we do.
1: Then on Wednesday, I leave for Texas.
0: Yeehaw! Bye! Are you excited? I'm so excited to go to Texas. What all are you going to do in Texas?
1: <laughs> so, for some reason, Desmond, my partner, likes Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> Who's that? The country music singer. Oh. You don't know who he is?
0: Let me Google him. You
1: probably... He goes, uh, like this. No, no, ner, 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 you don't
0: know it. <laughs> no. Really? I'm, so yeah.
1: we're going to see Dwight
0: Yoko on Friday. He's old school. No, he's
1: old school. Like old school.
0: Guitars and Cadillacs.
1: Guitars, Cadillacs, hillbilly music. Okay, my Canadian boyfriend who could not be even any more country. Like he is the opposite of country. How opposite of country is he, Kenzie?
0: He's pretty opposite. He's he very city likes boy Canadian. <laughs>
1: Dwight Yoakam, and we are going to see him on Friday. Hey, man, don't 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 hate. I'm going to get a Dwight Yoakam shirt
0: for sure. Guys, I'm getting myself hyped and looking at the Molly Moon's website. <laughs> it's, you are? That's wonderful. Okay, I'm going to stop.
1: Um, so we're going to go see Dwight Yoakam, and then we are going to eat so much barbecue. You guys know I'm a flexitarian in Seattle, but that is out the door for my Texas trip. I actually haven't eaten meat in probably a couple probably like a week, a week and a half. Barbecue. I mean, barbecue every meal, every day. And then has um, he been to Texas? Yeah, Desmond's been to Texas quite a bit. Mm. And then, um, just hanging out with the family, all that good stuff. My mama's going to take me shopping for new clothes for my job. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Now we can go into what we're here to talk about
0: today. Following your dreams. So Megan and I try to be conscious, I feel like, of following what we want to do in life. Mm Mm-hmm. Life is too short to not do it. Right. It really is. It really is. I had
1: an intern that was working with us, and I was her manager. And she was really stressed out about career decisions and just really stressed out in general about life. And I was just looked at her and I said, life is too short to be this concerned about it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know? You're going to be okay. No matter what, you're going to be okay.
0: You're going to keep breathing.
1: You're going to keep breathing. The people that you love, the people that you respect and have a connection with are not going to let you fall to the pits of the earth.
0: Yeah. They're going to lift you up. Unless you're really mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we thought that we would talk about yoga and why I love yoga. Mm -hmm. And then we'll switch over to Kinsey and talk about journalism. Okay. So why I love yoga, yoga has brought me peace, confidence, strength, and flexibility in my own body. And I just think that I really, really don't like working out as in I hate everything about working out except for yoga. So that's good. That's awesome. So what type,
0: like what's your favorite kind?
1: My favorite kind of yoga is definitely not the workout kind. My favorite kind of yoga, sometimes I have to drag myself to like, Intense vinyasa. vinyasa classes. I love
0: vinyasa flow.
1: Oh, girl, I that's sometimes hate it.
0: That's my favorite. That's how we're different. I just,
1: like, don't like to sweat.
0: <laughs> I don't mind
1: it. But then once I'm there and, af- and when I'm laying in Shabbat, and I'm like, thank God I did that. Like, I feel so much better. And it's just getting there. That's the difficult part. But then once you're there, and maybe sometimes when you're holding, like, Warrior two for, like, five minutes, you're like... Can I please get out of this?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes do you think that? Yeah. All those positions. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like when the, I just hate putting my arms behind my back and twisting it into some weird position. And I also don't really like downward facing dog. Why don't you like down dog? It it hurts. Where does it hurt? My arms. Cause I'm working out my arms. I'm improving the strength in them. Okay. There's no
1: pain in the shoulder. No. Okay. Um, my favorite kind of yoga is I really like restorative yoga, which is thought to be more of like a meditative, um, calming yoga because you hold positions for five to 10 minutes. But you're surrounded by props. So the props are supporting you and you have to have mental control to be able to stay still for 10 minutes. That's awesome. So it's more of like a mindfulness meditative practice than a physical practice. But you really need all of them to get a full yoga practice. So um, I thought I would go over the eight limbs of yoga. Okay. I'm
0: excited to learn.
1: Okay. So I'm going to say them in Sanskrit. When This is how we learned how to remember mm. it. Yama, Niyamasana, Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, Dhyana, Samadhi, stop Angani. <laughs> I have to say it with that tune. What are eight
0: legs of uh, yoga? What does that mean?
1: So there are eight limbs of yoga. Or
0: limbs, sorry.
1: <laughs> legs, limbs, same thing. Um, that to get you to um, oneness. And hmm. so... Yama means the rules of conduct so that's kind of just like standard ethical rules that you want to hold yourself to and so it can be nonviolence, non-harming, just ethical things that you want to stand for as a person so that you can be the best person that you want to be. And then um, the Niyamas are the rules of conduct and so I kind of always would get confused between those two, yama and, and niyama. There is a difference, but um, it's really hard to explain. And then asana, that's what you know, postures, mm-hmm. you know asana. And then pranayama is breath. And so I learned so many breathing techniques and yoga teacher training that I love and that can really
0: impact my day and make my day better. I fully believe that breathing can help. Like with stress, like the way you breathe can help with stress and anxiety.
1: For sure. Because a panic attack is all in the chest.
0: Oh, and I have had some.
1: They're nasty things. They're nasty little boogers that make you feel like you're having a heart attack. Yep. Your breath is all right here in the chest. And so... And now mm. I'm like breathing
0: deeply <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the middle of a panic attack. I don't think you can consciously be like, oh, let me just breathe through my belly now and everything's going to be fine. Like, I don't think that that's the case at all. But I do think after a panic attack, after you have calmed down and come out of it, breathing through the stomach and feeling your um, stomach expand. And then with mm-hmm. each exhale, drawing the belly button into the spine for a really big exhale that can really make you feel really good i've also learned alternate nostril breathing ujjayi breath just so many breathing techniques that can really make a difference in how your mind feels how your body feels Uh, pratyahara is withdrawal of the senses and so that one's really hard to do withdrawal of the senses Mm. like closing your eyes okay you can withdraw the sense of seeing trying not to hear things i mean that's difficult yeah. You have to be, like, really in yourself to be able to do that. So I don't think I've ever gotten that one down. Um, Dhyana is intense concentration. Oh, I, I skipped one. Pratyahara is withdrawal the senses. Dharana is intense concentra- concentration. And so with that one, um, sometimes you would see yogis um, staring at the flame of a candle And so that way they have something to just like really focus on. And so I've probably never accomplished that one either. (laughs) Diana is meditation. And so you know what meditation is. That one can also be extremely difficult. I think Mm. that the art of meditation is knowing that what I've accomplished in my meditation is I know that thoughts are going to come up like I'm not there yet for thoughts to never be able to come up. So I know that I'm going to have a thought come up, but then I just recognize that thought and I say, okay. And then I picture it floating away like a cloud. I just picture the thought just going away, drifting away, as if it was being slow, slowly blown away by the wind. And I think that it's kind of in me to be a Yogi because Whenever I was young and I couldn't sleep, my mom would come and she would say, picture clouds at the back of your eyes and just picture them moving slowly away from you. That's cool. Yeah. So my mom just like instilled it in me. And my mom has probably never done yoga before. Um, Samadhi is oneness. And so that's just the state that we're all trying to get to, which I obviously have never
0: achieved in my life. That's awesome though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so another thing that I love about yoga is the community and how I love being surrounded by like-minded people. Um, they've opened my eyes to so many things and they've opened my eyes to a world that I didn't even know existed really. Um, and I'm not going to say 100% cause that is totally not true, but the vast majority of yogis and yoginis that I've met have all been kind, warm, opening, and just open to the world. And so I really enjoy that part of the community. Um, Something that I wanted to talk about a little bit was, I think in the past I've mentioned that I grew up a Christian and I still consider myself a Christian, but I'm like super liberal in terms of I um, believe that all religions are basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, in Hinduism, which I... No, I don't know a lot about Hinduism, but it is my like s- the next religion that I um, consider myself practicing um, because of yoga. Hinduism has a lot of um, roots in yoga, and so I have been chanting and um, to the deities such as Ganesha, who we have right here. So Ganesha is the elephant-headed deity. He's the remover of obstacles. Um, He's sitting in my little statue. He's sitting on a lotus flower, and I have a lotus flower tattoo. And um, he rides on a little mouse. That's what he's known to do. And so um, there's a whole story about why he rides on a mouse. But it's just kind of funny that this ginormous elephant is riding, is using a little mouse to take him places. Um, Mm -hmm. But he's the remover of obstacles and obstacles. I I chant to Ganesha and I sing to Ganesha and so I think that Christians would be like oh well then you're for sure going to hell yeah well (laughs) but I don't think I am I think that we're all praying the same thing let me see so what's the significance of the flower then the lotus flower. Mm-hmm. It um, stands for new beginnings and the lotus flower grows in mud. And so there the thought is that beauty rises out of darkness because the mm-hmm. lotus flower is a beautiful, pure, whitish, pinkish um, flower that rises out of muddy waters. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. Um, so... I love learning about all the deities. There's so many deities. I can't even tell you how many there are. But I think that they're all the same. I think that they're all one God. And um, my harmonium teacher, Rob and Melissa, Melissa is my harmonium teacher and Rob is her husband, and they've taught me so much. I can't even tell you, but um, they go to India and I'm going to go to India with them in 2018. Yay. And um, I'm not going to say that every single household in India does this, but they'll see a lot of households in India have a picture of their favorite deity and then next to it a picture of Jesus because they believe that we're all talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, So then other little things that I've learned from the yoga community. I love incense. (laughs) I love to light me up
0: some incense. What is the purpose of incense? Incense.
1: Um well there's different there's different ones so if you were to light, like I've lit sage before and then in all of the corners of my house I've moved the sage around to get rid of the evil energy and then there's some incense that I don't know much about but I just like it light it because I like the way it smells and one time um I closed the bathroom door and lit a whole stick of incense and took a bath and Desmond opened the door I was in there for a long time soaking in the bath And Desmond opened the door and was like, oh, my God, how can you even breathe in here? Like, the whole air was just, like, full of smoke. And I was like, okay, this probably isn't healthy, the healthiest thing to do. And then I've mentioned crystals and singing bowls. Um, Another thing is kombucha. Okay, explain kombucha. So, it's like, I don't, there's, like, probiotics here. So, you see that stuff floating around on the bottom?
0: Yeah. So
1: that's probiotics, and it's like a kind of tea. It's a fermented tea, and so I've never made it myself, but I picture it where, to make it, you have, like, this fermented ball of tea, and that is, like, your parent, and then you always make the kombucha based off of this one, like, ball thing of tea. Mm. So this flavor is Cosmic Cranberry, and I just... Well, you do remember that the first sip, my first sip of kombucha I did not like, but now I love
0: it. Okay, so she's gonna pour me some. I'm gonna pour Kinsey some kombucha. It's kind of a lot. You don't have to
1: drink all of it. Okay, guys. Okay, here's Kinsey's first taste so of kombucha. What's it supposed to do? It helps so much with digestion. For me, it helps with digestion. And why and is time. it
0: associated with yoga?
1: I don't know, we just all drink it. <laughs> There's really no direct tie to yoga. It's just something that I learned from the community. Oh, no, that's. You like it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. You, because um, all this stuff is floating at the bottom. And so I'm supposed to for sure be able to try to get. You as would much love th-
0: my best friend, Cody. Yeah. He was drinking something like this the other day when he was visiting he w- went to nepal and served in the peace corps and like really got into yoga we gotta meet he's my bff
1: was he here when i was in canada
0: mm-hmm. Oh, did y'all it. have fun yes we had so much fun that's what i did last week <laughs> and he's a vegetarian he is yeah
1: um so you like the kombucha
0: okay let me taste it one more time i'll kind of get i gave like
1: you this su- i gave you the sweetest one that's cosmic
0: cranberry I have seen this in Seattle. Oh yeah, I came from Texas and I had never seen it before that. So if you're watching on YouTube, the reason our video now looks weird is because it got too hot. I was the lighting was wrong, or now it's too dark. So either way, sorry.
1: ASMR, Kenzie drinking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I also did... Did you hear that pour? That was a good That was a good pour. pour. <laughs> I like it. Good. But I feel like Cooper's about to bark. Cooper, please don't bark, love. Look at him. He's got <laughs> it in him. Um. No, I like it. It just tastes like cranberry juice. Yeah,
1: with a little something extra. So... That's why I love yoga for so many reasons. And I just hope that everybody is able to find something that is just for them. So I found yoga. I don't, although I have a ton of really, really good friends that are in yoga, such as my best friend, Charlotte, and all of my really good friends that I met in teacher training. I can go to yoga events by myself. Like it's for me like I don't need to be like oh will you go with me to go to class will you go with me to go to a convention like I'll just do it for me and I know that that's okay. And so I just hope that everybody all of our listeners can find something like that that keeps keeps them whole, keeps their heart whole. And nobody else's opinion, whether it's a positive opinion or a negative opinion, impacts how you feel about it. So maybe it could be painting or writing or journaling or reading or walking, just anything. I hope that you find something that you can do just for yourself and just for your peace of mind.
0: Cool. Does astrology have something? I I want to learn more about astrology, but Does yes. Does that have to do with yoga? Is that Hindu? Does that have to do with Hinduism?
1: Um, I think astrology is from the Chinese, but I could be wrong. I think there's all different forms of astrology, but, um, yes, I wish I knew more about astrology than I do, but, um, yes, a lot of yogis do practice astrology and study astrology.
0: Um, I, now I kind of wanted to talk about yoga, even though that's Megan's thing. It's her, she's an instructor. It's, it's her peaceful part of the peaceful truth, but I think it's good that now I like it, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am agnostic is what I consider myself, and people get that confused with atheism. Um, but agnostic is just that you're spiritual and you're open to things and open to learning about things, um, but you don't associate with anything Um And so, I don't know what's out there for sure, um, but I don't really identify as anything. Um, But I do have a lot of, like, anxiety and um, just I worry about a lot of little things. I have panic attacks. Um, So... I felt like yoga has helped with that. And also I am like a believer in putting positiveness out there in the world and being kind to other people and like upholding good values, like don't lie, cheat or steal, um, that sort of a thing. Um, but I feel like it calms me down yoga does um it's part of exercise and it teaches you more about your body and what you can do it also like with the breathing like you breathe one of the what's the breath called when you breathe from your throat ujjayi ujjayi and so what is that supposed to do for you i do that when i'm stressed
1: oh wait when you breathe from your throat like in class whenever teachers say do ujjayi breath yeah Ujjayi breath is, I need to research this more, but you're supposed to do it whenever you're doing asana, whenever you're doing, um, you know, your physical practice. And for me, it just helps me to stay connected to my breath.
0: That, that it calms me down a little bit too. Yeah. So I've been trying to practice that and it's like you breathe from your belly and I don't know, it's hard to describe, but yeah. Um, yeah
1: ujjayi is where you constrict the back of your throat and then it sounds like a little bit like an ocean wave when you breathe
0: i think it sounds grosser than that (laughs) it's like yeah (laughs) it's like this It sounds so like an angry man or something like that. Anyway, um, yoga is about positivity and being centered with yourself and putting positive energy out and taking it in and releasing any negativity. Um, and I really like that and it gives me time to reflect and see the bigger picture, calm me down and bring in that positivity, which I did go to church with one of my ex's family a lot and, um... Like, afterwards, I did, like, the messages, you know. I didn't necessarily believe in the gods and that sort of a thing. But um, I feel like it's what church does for many people. Like, it brings mm-hmm. you a positive message. So, I feel like it's kind of, like, my own version of church when I go. Yeah. So, it makes me feel happy. Um, so, I want to kind of ask you, how how does it, like, relate to spirituality? How I'm, like, describing it and the mentality behind it?
1: So, We always learn that yoga is spiritual and not a religion. And I think that that is true. So the spirituality side of it is that you may hear the teachers talk about um, the power of the universe a lot. And so the universe could mean many different things for many different people. The universe could mean God. The universe could mean the earth. Um, It's kind of just thinking about something that's bigger than you. And so for me, whenever the teachers like, saying something about the universe, I think of God, but you don't have to. It's just something, I think spirituality means that you realize that your spirit um, is connected to a bigger power. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Or the world is just bigger than you or the universe is just bigger than you. you Yeah.
1: The universe is bigger than you, but then also recognizing that there is to me, I believe that there is a little bit of divine in each of us and recognizing that whenever we say um, namaste, the very, very loose transla- translation is that the light in me honors the light in you. And so that's acknowledging that I believe that there is a divine in me and I also believe that there is divine in every person in the universe. And so that for me is what it means to be spiritual in yoga. Um and recognizing that yeah exactly like you said that um
0: there's something out there that's bigger than you cool awesome um so do we want to move into are you ready to move into journalism yeah go for it um so i kind of approached it differently um i but i can do it off the top of my head it, to define journalism um and like the practice of it but journalism is obvious a lot of people know what it is but it's telling stories about the community and it's news and it's keeping people informed, um, and just kind of just staying, I guess on top of things and giving the people the information that they need. Um, so as a kid, um, I always, won. it was just enthusiastic and wasn't afraid to be in front of people. Um, I was like a little goofball, a little (laughs) ham, like on all the home videos. I'm like, was a ham and then like throughout every single stage of school i did the announcements you did yeah and there was like a little news version where you would be anchors and there would be videos in like both high school and elementary school and i was on both of them you were Mm-hmm.
1: that's so fun was chelsea
0: Uh, I don't think so. And, well, high school announcements, but not elementary school. Um, It might have developed, though, when I was uh, younger. Um, So I really liked it. And I also just loved people as a kid. And I just wasn't afraid of that sort of a thing. And I also, like, loved being in plays and storytelling and stories.
1: So you weren't nervous?
0: No, as a kid. You liked it? No. Uh, In fact, like, this one time... I was, uh, little and sometimes I get these like good feelings where I n- feel like I know what's about to happen. And as when I was little, it was even more prevalent and, um, little kids are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I went up to my mom and I saw this ad in like a, like a J 14 magazine. You remember that magazine? Mm-hmm. And it was like a kid's magazine. I forget what it was. And it had an ad that said at limited to, it, in the dallas mall they were going to have like a contest and if you won the contest you would get your own record deal but the like the thing was they were just drawing random names of the attendees out of a hat what and to get a record deal? and then you would compete with other people on stage kind of like the voice or something like that to go on stage okay and so there was like the dallas and then it, you would like compete with the other people and so it was in dallas and i go mom, I'm going to like be called up there and I'm going to be on stage. I'm like going to, and she goes, Kenzie, it's a raffle. Like you probably won't be called on. And I go, no, I'm going to be. And she goes, okay. And so I forced my whole family to go as like a little kid and I was like begging. So they took me, I was drawn. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) Was your mom freaking out that you predicted the future? (laughs) I don't know, but I was drawn and, uh, and I went up there and I sang my heart out to a group a of people singer? in the Dallas. I, I can hold a tune. No, I wouldn't say like, I'm like, good, pleasantly, like, oh, I need to listen to that voice. But like, <laughs> I can hold the tune. But uh, maybe if I was trained more and I used to take voice lessons and stuff. And so I always loved performing. And um, so I was like on stage and I was like, what song did you sing? Um, It was the one where Britney's in a red suit. What's that? Hit
1: me, baby, one more time. That one? Yeah.
0: I sang that song. So I would like to retract something. I got a text message from Jacob Brony, and he got food poisoning. That's why he didn't text us. back.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: But Uh, was it the W? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Um, So I'm going back to this Limited 2 story. So Limited 2 actually was used to... Now it's called Justice, but it... It's called Justice now. Yeah, Limited Two is like a little girl clothing store. So I love the Limited Two. Everyone did when you were like a kid. You thought you were so cool. So, I went up there, sang my heart out, and there was like just this one thing that I had to do, and nothing relevant to talent. And I was second place. You were second place. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Out of a bunch of little
1: girls, and um, awesome. Were you dancing up there with the microphone? Oh yeah,
0: I was like getting it and. I used to, like, not have any fear. And this uh, this is a whole story about journalism, and I'll tell it in a sec. So I had no fear. I was up there. I didn't care what people thought. I could care less. Really? And so um, then I, there was, like, this thing where they put you in this glass box, and you are supposed to catch all of these hearts, these paper hearts, and the person, that was, like, the last thing, and the person with, who caught the most one. Dang
1: it. So you caught the second So one? I didn't
0: get a record deal, you guys.
1: Kenzie, you could have been the next Hannah Montana. I know. I screwed
0: up. How old
1: were you when this happened?
0: Like eight or
1: seven. Does Chelsea remember it? Probably. I wonder if you'll have a video
0: of it. I don't think so. Dang Because it was like, they didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah,
1: they were just like, Kenzie, your name isn't going
0: to get it, Back it then, no smartphones. Right? Yeah. So um that sounds so fun though yeah and I was like in plays and I used to do this thing with Emily actually where we would compete on a comedy improv team how old were y'all <laughs> like in elementary school and middle school
1: really yeah y'all had the best city that y'all grew up in y'all had so we much we did
0: time. and it was like our parents taking us around but uh so and Steph was the coach of the team of the improv yeah of the improv team Emily's mom and so the improv team was called Destination Imagination and you would like compete and what they would do is they'd give you like like a prompt and then you would have like just a list of items that you had like boxes and stuff and like little like string and stuff that you had to like make things out of and then you so you had like You had time to develop the plot, time to work with your props, and then you had to perform within five minutes. And you were by yourself or with a group? A team. So Emily was on my team and we were on the team with like a bunch of other little kids. Was it so fun? Yeah. And we won. We went to state. So you compete in regions and then you go to state. And we went to state several times because we kept winning our region. We won our region every year. So we were good. (laughs) So y'all were both really
1: creative. Mm-hmm. You're for sure the creative type, like I knew that. But Emily is such a genius. Yeah. She's so smart. I, would, No offense to Emily, but I, w- I didn't know that she had the, like, the creative brain too.
0: Yeah, we did uh, like everything together growing up. Everything before Gamify, we did together. We did student council together. We did plays together. We did destination imagination. We played every day together. Like oh, y'all also did... So much did, of our childhood.
1: Um, what was that called? Where uh, it was like... Indian princesses, yes. I think. Yes. i think we did it together no y'all did and (laughs) (laughs) no you did okay thanks mike chelsea was telling me about it okay because y'all your dad had to braid y'all's hair yeah
0: and then emily's dad Uh uh-huh yeah that's so funny um so yeah So it was a lot of fun and we made a lot of like home videos growing up and I would like help direct them. So I just have always loved videography, like visual things, performing arts. Plus I love storytelling because I loved like creative thinking of things. So I felt like I was destined to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as like a little kid, I got terrified. I remember like I was performing something and I saw in like fourth or fifth grade and I saw like the whole room shoot back. Like it was like one of those moments where you get nervous and the whole room just felt like it expanded and went back. And then I got scared and like really self-aware of myself. And so I kind of got shy and, um, it was just like one day it happened yeah. and just became self-aware. And so then I kind of stopped doing a lot of that stuff and I got nervous. So journalism kind of was a test to get back to my real self is kind of how I felt like it. That was who I was. So I wanted to test myself to get back to it. Fun. So um, why I so why I thought I would like it. um it's that storytelling it's visual I like particularly I like video journalism um I wasn't tell I have a mixed background of video online videos and a mix of um television so it's why I like journalism though in general it's the fourth branch of government um it's hard because it should be like purely unbiased but they need money to, for it to be a business um so it's not perfect always um but it also shouldn't be belittled by people um, because it keeps the power in check. And it what's it's, what makes us a free country the f- like the first amendment, you know, it's mm-hmm. what makes us our country. Um, I'm a hardcore believer in it. And you may like certain outlets because they tell you what you want to hear. But sometimes you also need the truth to make the straight up truth, even though you don't like it or it's not like complimenting someone. Um, you need the truth to make the best decisions as a citizen. And, You may not like it, but it's like eating your peas. You need to like be aware (laughs) that it's happening and why this person is good or bad or why the government is good or bad.
1: So do you think that we should watch CNN and Fox News so that way we can like fully hear both sides?
0: Maybe. um, I listen to NPR, even though it's considered left-leaning, it's um, I think it's the most down the middle.
1: I love NPR.
0: It's considered left-leaning because I think right now we have more the Republican president or we do have a Republican president but they're like calling him out for what's happening. Does, it's the truth still.
1: Does because Donald obviously talks bad about many of the left-leaning medias, but does he talk bad about NPR?
0: Uh he just calls all news fake news, which is really belittling and dangerous because I think that's leading to I think it's dangerous and I'm not trying to say I'm left leaning a hundred percent. I'm, and I'm just, I am actually unbiased. If there was like a really great Republican option, you know, but th- this it happens to be that this president has said a lot of things that I just morally as a human being can't agree with. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry. It's, I'm not trying to be left leaning, but, um, just human rights at the core of human rights is what I believe in. And I believe like I'm going to publicly, even though I should be unbiased, I'm going to publicly speak for human rights because I think that just is more, that's higher than I am. Um, anyway, I think it's dangerous to call news fake news because I personally believe that's how it leads to uh, like dictatorship and that type of a leader where it's, I don't know, they first attack the media I think it's dangerous. I hate, I just like get the chill thinking about it. Um, so it gives, it also journalism moving on, not talking about politics. It gives a voice to the voiceless. I love meeting people. I love writing. I love being a personality. I love composing something and particularly in video format. Um, so I'm now going to describe my journey. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went to A&M and I took I so many AP courses in high school, which gives you college credit, that I could kind of take my first year off and just take classes that I thought were interesting. And I had like four options I thought were interesting, but I ended up. What were the four? Either veterinarian. Really, I love you know how much I love. Well, I know
1: how much you love animals, so do I. But I could never give one like a shot or something. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And also biology was really difficult, but I, Hey, I I did decent, but it was really hard for me to do. Um, and then I think I just don't like science that much, even though I love women being in science and I'm all supportive about it. Just personally as a person, it's not my most intriguing thing. I like basics of science, but not like the ends of it. You know, like a basic documentary is so fun learning about generic space facts. Awesome. But when you get into the nitty gritty, I'm like, no, um, and then I also wanted to be either a businesswoman because my whole family was in business or... Um, an business
1: archi- deals, making that money. Yeah, or an architect. <laughs> oh, I could have s- totally seen you as an architect.
0: As my senior year of high school, I took like a bunch of architecture things and my dad got into it together. And when I was little and we were building a house and just on the weekends, my, our parents would take us to open houses and like point out how houses were designed and my dad wanted to be an architect too. Oh, really? Um, so we were really bonded over that and my dad and I are really close so I tried out actually for the school but you had to have a portfolio and I didn't so I didn't get into a architecture school but I don't think I would have been the best architect um but anyway, so I told my dad I didn't feel like I was fitting in at A.M. because they do have journalism, but it's a minor and or they have ag journalism, which is agricultural journalism. Yes, it's about farming. Um, so I. <laughs> Sorry, would agriculture, because my dad's a farmer, would agriculture journalism
1: be writing about farming? Yeah. OK. It used to be a section of the newspaper.
0: Oh. When America my was mainly get, farmer based.
1: My dad gets so many farmer magazines, I can't even tell you. See? There's so many out there. I would I wouldn't want to write about it though.
0: Me either. Sorry to your dad. Not my interest. So um, I transferred to OU, which had a really great broadcast program, and um, and so. That's kind of my journey. Um, And then I went and I moved and I did a combo of internships in between online video journalism. I was really skeptical because I thought I wanted to be a television journalist so much. So I was really skeptical on taking this internship at NewsOK.com and I ended up taking it and loving it because they had less strict of deadlines. You could really dive into any topic you want. There was more room for creativity. It was on demand online. So it was super progressive. I got to like be an anchor in OKC in college, which is like unheard of. And so did you talk like this? Yeah, but they like really trained me to calm down. So they were a huge influence. My mentor there. I really loved them. And, um, and then after that I got a job in Colorado Springs as a hybrid online journalism dash personality. Um, but it was at a television station. It was for a website for them. And then I went just back one more time to Wichita falls to make sure like television wasn't my path. Um, and I learned so much in Wichita Falls. I told a lot of good stories. I really enjoyed it to my core. I loved television journalism, but I just feel like the future is more going to the web. So now I'm an online video producer for educational content, which I love. And it's really interesting. And I think education's super important and I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of want to be a professor one day. So I think like being a part of it is really cool. And then this podcast is about my own thing. It's not influenced. It's, it is influenced by our opinions to some degree because we are feminists, and that is, I guess, subjective. Um, but I believe that human rights at my core isn't, like that's just right versus wrong. And like as a human, I can't disagree with that. So that's why I feel comfortable having a whole podcast dedicated to it and kind of getting the truth out there about being a woman, being a strong woman. I don't think it's political. I think being a feminist is just a belief and it's, and we should tell women's stories. We should have guests on and we should get our stories out there just trying to change lives through storytelling. So this is my platform of journalism now that I'm really passionate about. Oh, girl, you made me passionate about it in two seconds. So let me ask you, Megan, how are you liking this role? You're but this is kind of journalism. It's more editorial based and editorial is more like a little bit opinion. And it's also just more of an activism platform. But I think we do try to look at all sides and be transparent on our viewpoints so people can take it or leave it. So. And that's a part of journalism, being transparent. So what do you think about, one, being a personality that's kind of separate from journalism? Because there are journalists that people are just writers and their name is out there. Or, and what do you feel about just kind of telling stories?
1: So I think that, honestly, whenever you first asked me to be a co-host with you, The first episode, probably the first couple of episodes, I was so nervous and I felt like I, my voice, if you go back and listen to like the first couple of episodes, I think that you'll see a change in my voice and see a change in the way that I talk just because I've never done anything like this, like remotely like this. Um, I think I was lacking confidence and now I love it and I love, um, I'm not nervous and I'm not, it doesn't make me anxious to do this anymore. And I like putting my opinions out there and I like putting my stories out there. Um, and I like hearing from our listeners too and seeing what their thoughts are. And, um, so yes, I'm really liking it. But at first I was really nervous and I didn't like it at all.
0: And I think you're really good. You're funny and you're good and you're a good speaker and you're eloquent in talking. So do you feel like it brought out a side of you you didn't know?
1: Yes, for sure. And I'm so thankful. Like, And
0: you're a good interviewer anyway. My
1: um, my previous job, the job that I'm still in right now as in a, a CPA, um, I feel strong in it and I feel empowered in it because... Um, you have to know, you have to know accounting and you have to know, um, the facts and it does make you feel intelligent, but I don't think it was letting out a creative side of me. And I think I had suppressed a creative side of me for probably a long time. Um, and then now I get to have a creative side of me and I get to do research on the topics that we're each looking into for whatever podcast we're doing that week. And I get to be a more creative person. And so I'm really thankful for that side.
0: Awesome. And I feel like it brought us together closer, just you and I. Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, our camera's blinking at us, so I guess let's finish up with a quote. Okay. Our quote is from
1: one of the most famous women um, yoga teachers. Her name is Judith Lassiter. We accept responsibility for ourselves when we acknowledge that ultimately there are no answers outside of ourselves. And no gurus, no teachers, and no philosophies that can solve the problems of our lives. They can only suggest, guide, and inspire. It is our dedication to living with open hearts and our commitment to the day-to-day details
0: of our lives that will transform us. Who said that? Judith Lasseter. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, My positive thing this week is i'm kind of liking fall a little bit but i'm afraid to say girl. that because it's Ooh, gonna girl. rain it's seattle but i like this sunny fall version that oh, we're getting yeah, for like for one sure. week <laughs> um my positive thing is tuesday molly moons i can't wait oh I'm yeah dying. that too that too <laughs> okay well i love you subscribe like us share it we love you have a positive vibes goodbye bye